Welcome back, everyone, to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Once again, parents out there, before you disappear, make sure you rate the podcast, like the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast anyways, please interact with it in some way to help others find it. I also bet there's a lot of kids out there listening who have great ideas for what should happen next in the podcast. So, what I want you to do is get your parents to email me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com or to go on my Facebook page and post what you'd like to see happen next right there. All I need is a basic idea and I'll do the rest. Now, time for the story. This is episode 67, The Martian Homeworld. As usual, just sit back in your bed, relax, get as cozy as you can, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up and get out of bed. As soon as you're able to completely clear your eyes, you look around and realize that you're on the moon base. Oh yeah. You wonder if all of your friends are up yet, and you decide to go to the mess hall to see. You walk out the door, down the hallway, and into an elevator. The elevator suddenly shoots up. You can't really tell exactly where it's going, but before long it stops and the doors open. You walk directly into the mess hall where all of your classmates are eating breakfast. You go and order whatever you want for breakfast, and a robot servant brings it back to you. You and your friends speak at the breakfast table about the battle the night before, and how you met the Martians and they invited you to come see their homeworld. Then one of your friends speaks up and says, Listen, um, this has been really fun and everything, and I think we're going to do it again in the future, but right now, I think we better go home, says your friend. I understand, you say. No worries at all. You guys can head home, but I'm going to go check out the Martian homeworld. That's too exciting to wait for. Okay... How are we going to get there, you say. I'll take you, don't worry. You and all of your classmates leave the mess hall. You take the elevator back down to the bay. You walk down the halls and through the doors into the hangar. Well, everyone, jump in the spaceship, we'll get going. Spaceship is still parked in the middle of the hangar bay. When you walk inside, you see that it's still in its larger form, big enough for all of your classmates. With a seat for everyone, a much bigger living room and kitchen, and a whole set of bedrooms in case you all needed to sleep there. One of these days, we should all go on an adventure to another planet, says your friend. That's a good idea. You guys can come anytime you want. Awesome. And, since you guys were such a great help, you can keep the watches with the spacesuits. 
That makes everyone else very excited. They like the idea of having their own spacesuit whenever they need it. You go to the command chair, and you put your hands on the steering wheel. The spaceship powers up and starts to hover in the air. You turn it around in a circle, facing the other direction, and then push forward on the throttle and blast out of the moon base. You fly away from the moon, and it disappears in the distance. As you get closer to the Earth, it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger until it takes up your entire view screen. You push down through the atmosphere, and you begin to fly towards your hometown or city. Once you get there, you tell everyone to put on their spacesuits. You're just gonna fly over, and they can fly out of the ship and back to their house. Uh, okay, but what happens to that robot that's been pretending to be me? Asks one of your friends. Ah, oh, don't worry about it. As soon as it sees you, it'll uh, spark and sputter, and, and then basically it'll just turn into goo. If you want to download its memories, you have to ask it before it turns into goo. And then it'll give you a little helmet to put on your head, download the memories, and yeah, there you have it. You remember everything it did. Okay. Anyways, we're about to fly over my house, says your friend. You open the hatch on the back of the ship, and one by one your friends put on their spacesuits, hover up in the air, and fly out the back of the ship and down towards their own homes. When the last one leaves, you jump back in the command chair and fly up and out of the atmosphere again. But this time, you really press the throttle forward, blasting off towards Mars. When you first get into space, Mars just looks like a star in the distance. But the closer you get, the bigger it gets, until all you can see is a huge, red-looking planet. Now what, spaceship? I don't see anything around here. I am locating an entrance to the center of the planet. Entrance located. Spaceship takes over flight and flies you down towards the planet. Right at where the north pole of the planet would be. Spaceship begins to descend. Right before it seems like you're about to hit the ground, a huge mountain splits in half and opens up. The spaceship flies down into the mountain. It goes through a long but really big tunnel until you come to an opening. When you fly into the opening, you see a gigantic, futuristic-looking city. There's robots and cars flying everywhere. There's some sort of artificial sun at the top of it that heats the whole thing. Wow, this place is huge. It's almost like they hollowed out the entire middle of the planet, you say. 
surrounding the city are huge areas of grass and trees covered with rivers and lakes. Your intercom suddenly turns on. Welcome to Mars, says a voice on the other side. We never thought you'd come. It's so good to see you. Now we will send a car, just follow it, and you'll meet up with me. Uh, okay, but can I ask what kind of accent that is? Oh, this. Well, don't worry about this. This is just how we Martians sound. Uh, okay, well, whatever, you say. Show us where to go. Just then, a flying car with bright flashing lights flies in front of you. You and Spaceship follow it. It leads you to a huge tower at the center of the Martian city. On the top of the tower is a landing pad, almost like a helicopter pad. You land spaceship there and open up the back hatch and walk out. Once you're out, the spaceship shrinks back down to the size of a toy and flies over beside you. A tall, slender, gray alien walks out of a door to greet you. Hello! I am the president of Mars. Good to meet you, you say. The man is accompanied by a bunch of robots. Um, are there any other people like you here? There are a few, but sadly, most of us Martians are now robots. It was difficult to save too much of the organic life, so many of my species decided to put their consciousness into robots so they would live on forever. Oh, that's pretty neat. So, most of the robots around here used to be Martians? Yes says the alien. Now, I want to show you some of the wonderful technology we have. If you find something that hits your fancy, we may just let you bring it home. Okay, you say. You follow the alien inside the building and down a set of steps. He brings you into a huge showroom where there's a whole bunch of robots working on different things, as well as a few biological Martians. These are the technologies we've been working on. First, check this out. You see a huge circle. This is a portal. We have designed a system where we can send you from one end of the portal to another all the way out there in outer space, explains the alien. Well, that is pretty cool, you say, but I pretty much already have one of those. You already have portal technology, says the Martian. Uh, yeah, is that weird? Uh, maybe this. This is a weapon that instead of hurting your opponent, freezes it into solid ice. Yeah, that's pretty cool, but I have one of those too. Well, how about this then? 
This device here can replicate any food you want. It creates it out of the very particles that make up matter. Yeah, I hate to say this, but got a few of those. <sighs> the Martian continues walking you around the room, showing you different technologies. A 3D printer? You have it. A hyperdrive? Got that as well. You start to think it's a bit of a bust until you come across a device you've never seen before. Well, I'm sure you already have one of these, but this is our transmorphizer. A transmorphizer? What does a transmorphizer do? Well, a transmorphizer can turn you into anything you want to be, or any animal that is. It can turn me into any animal I want to be? Yes. Are you saying you don't have one? Asks the Martian. Oh no, I don't have one of those. Can I try it? You ask. I don't see why not, says the Martian. Just step inside there. Now, what kind of animal would you like to be? I don't know, like a cat or something? A cat coming right up. A strange beam of light shoots down and hits you. It sends a strange tingling sensation through your body. Then your vision becomes distorted and strange. And you begin to shrink and you transform, and before you know it, you're seeing out eyes that look a little different, sharper, or something, and you're standing on all four of your legs? You look down at your hand, and you see a paw. You curl it up towards you, and your claws stick out of it. Whoa, I have claws, you think. You feel very agile, like you could run fast and jump up high. But something makes you feel a little strange. You feel like you might not be perfectly clean, so you begin licking your paws and rubbing them on your head quickly. You hear that the nice alien man might be talking to you or something, but you can't really make out what he's saying. Maybe cats don't understand language. Oh well, that's too much to think about right now. Then, in the distance, you see something moving. You straighten up to attention, looking at the creature moving in the distance. You decide to get very low to the ground, and you walk very slowly towards it, pressing as close to the ground as you can. It sees you and starts running away, and you run after it. The mouse runs straight into an opening in the wall, and you follow it. You chase the mouse through a tunnel that leads outside. And then the mouse begins running away from the building and into the forest area nearby. 
You run after it as fast as you can, but the mouse disappears. <sighs> you know there's something you should be doing right now, but you're feeling kind of tired. You see a tree in front of you that looks really fun to climb. You stick your claws out, jam them into the tree, and you realize you can easily pull yourself up. You use your back claws as well, and you scale the tree all the way up until you find a nice cozy branch. There's a branch at the top of the tree with enough room to spread out on. It feels very comfortable to lay on. You decide to test it out by clawing it a little bit. Yep, you decide this is the perfect place to sleep. You curl up on the branch, feeling all cozy and warm, and your eyes begin to get heavy. As they become heavy, you just let them close, and you allow yourself to drift off to sleep. Good night, everyone. <laughs>